Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Sis. I'm Sis, a.k.a. Allie. Yeah, are struggling with your beanie this morning. I'm Dad. A.k.a. Tony. <laughs> we do this every morning. We've done this for 147 times. You know show 147? That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And what's even crazier is we have cool guests with us today. So cool. You want to introduce them and Might we're going to jump into this. talk to them all day. I, all day long. As a matter of fact, I had to actually shut you down so we could start the podcast because you're talking about all the good stuff. No, you're being rude. I was in the middle of a conversation. It was good. It was podcast worthy and we had already finished breakfast. So I wanted to, I wanted to record it. These are my, I say like they're my good friends. I really don't know much about them, but. <laughs> they're they good co- and they're they, friends. They, yes, but they are my number one fans on Alley side. They come to all of my, everything that I have or do, they're, they're there. So I know that they're there and I know that it's just like a little comforting. I'm like, yep, Amanda and Greg are there. They're going to be there. Say so. hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Okay, so Allie and I talked um, on the way over here, and if Greg, if you just want to like read the phone book for like the next twenty oh minutes, we gosh. just want to listen to your cool accent because we talked about that. You've listened. You listen to the podcast, so you know we're just slightly obsessed with people who can do British accents, but you don't do one. You actually have one. That's right. I, I do possess one. <laughs> but he can do, do card carrying member number. Right. of the thing of the thing. All right, so introduce yourselves. Um, Greg, go first. Okay, my name is Greg Mokes. I'm from the UK, originally from Nottingham, right in the middle of England. Uh, I'm married to Amanda here to my left, and uh, Amanda is really the genesis of relationship with Ali. Right, she's been. A fan of Ali's for a long, long time, and introduced me to her work. Um, I am—I um, I call myself haver of corporate day job because mm-hmm. I've, I've been in—I'm uh, a chemist by training. Got my doctorate in chemistry in 2006. I've been working for a Fortune 500 chemical company here in Dallas for the last 12 years. And about three or four years ago, after my MBA, pretty close to here at SMU, right I had street. A, exactly. I kind <laughs> of pivoted. And while I still enjoy working in a marketing function in my corporate job, what I do on the nights and weekends is providing digital marketing services for what I would call the left brain industries. So the We're so going to unpack this. Okay. Yeah, dad was like, after my book party, because that was the first time dad met y'all, um, he's like, hold on, you're fans. I'm like, yes. And the minute I s- he says that, I know exactly that he's like talking to y'all. Greg is wicked smart. <laughs> Did you know how smart he is? I was like, yeah, he's... I was fanboying just a little he bit. He was just going on and on and on about how smart you are. It's and he's like, timing. I just need to... We yeah. just need to yeah. hang out with him more. Uh, yeah, like, so let's just put it this way, that um, most people... He said in the morning, too, he's like, "Did do you know how wicked smart he is? Most people don't just like, decide, hey, I think I'm going to go get a PhD in chemistry. Seriously. I mean, come on. I mean, this is like and big marketing. bang theory stuff, right? Like you have both. Like you're literally doing left and right brain all the time, that's and it's the so concept. it yes. does make you a little bit of a unicorn. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, and that's I why the marketing side of the business we want to unpack because it's brilliant and it's genius. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's hard for me. Sorry, I'm that. I don't know. That's it's hard for me to hear those nice things. But yeah, no, I've, I I'm cer- certainly have a passion for both those sides yeah. of my brain. That's sure. That's sort of the reason the, the company's named what it is. It's yeah. like 
people have left and right brains, and typically the people in those left brain industries aren't so good at the right brain, and mm-hmm. vice versa. So and true. If there's someone that can kind of be a, a you know, some sort of a linker for those I two. I love it. Yeah. So. so how did the two of you guys meet? Well, hold on. Wait, Amanda needs to introduce herself. Okay, Hello, so, yeah. my name is Amanda. Yeah. Tony, it's so nice to meet you. Oh, yeah. I only s- I only got to wave to you uh, no. at the party. Uh, so. Oh, y'all didn't talk. No, well, I did. I passing. did tell Greg that if he ever needed to talk, he's been talking about mentors and blah blah blah. And I said, if you want to talk to somebody that's really going to help you, I said he's right over there, yeah. <laughs> and you need to go introduce yourself to him. And so. Well, then I think he comes to me. He's like. I need to talk to your dad, but I just don't. I'm like, just go up to just him. Go up like to he's the yeah, kindest person. Just a normal person. Well, I'm really, I'm Without really a big. PhD in chemistry. Well, yeah. th- but this goes to marketing as well, right? I'm really, my big thing is adding value up front, and yeah. I've learned it from other people. And I think, for me, it's really un- uncomfortable to go up to somebody with the ask right out of the gate. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I really want to provide you with some value so that you know that our relationship is going to be reciprocal. It's just a cool way to do it, though. Yeah, and it just—it makes things a little awkward for me when I'm like, "Hey, you know, I'd like to know you as a human first and talk to you before I come in with the ask of, can we talk career? Can we talk, you know, how you've started a business? Can we?" So that was, yeah, and that's why I call Amanda my unwilling CEO of everything, (laughs) because she will cut through all of my overthinking and be like, "Do it." That's the brilliant part. How did y'all meet? Stop! You did not still introduce you, like. Oh, yeah, you've what only you just do? started. You boys over here. Mm-hmm. I know. Me and Amanda are just going to go on our own I podcast. Know. Yeah. I thought this was do? my fangirl yeah. <laughs> what do you, what, podcast, but it you, turns out. What do you do? I do eyelash extensions, and oh, I've done that for. Man. That's an emerging market. It is. I've done it for like 10 years now. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea that I would ever be able to make a living or survive. That's crazy cool. With this. Yeah. And. I have, I recently, almost two years ago, kind of went out on my own and I have my own business now. Get out. And I love it. I Is think it it's, hard to do? I mean, it's time consuming. It's very time consuming. It's very. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's new techniques coming out all the time and you have to have a steady hand yeah. and you have to be able to play and. and have the desire. Do you do I think, your really. own? No, you cannot do your own. I was wondering about that. You have about to have that. your eyes closed. Yeah, your eyes have to be closed to do uh, it. Only one at a time. Oh, gosh. Thank you. Oh, He's gosh. just saying that you're smart. And <laughs> yeah. You you I do really time. well with one eye. Yeah, one eye closed and one eye open. In the like mirror, yeah. With the super steady glue. hand, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. The glue that can make you blind if you get it. It's oh, can, don't, like, yeah. dang. I was well, thinking about like having some eye extensions eye. done. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, I... How long have you been doing this? Ten years. Dang. And I got my esthetician's license mm, maybe 15 years ago. Wow. And I finished, and I realized, ew, yeah. I don't want to do anything in this industry. Yeah. I didn't want to give facials, and I didn't want to listen to Enya. And um, my hair would get so brilliant. It you would steam 
their faces and my yeah. hair would get so frizzy every oh, day. I didn't even think about that. Oh, it's all about the, you. I know. It's all about <laughs> me. And if that was going to be my job, I did not want to have bad hair every day. So, yeah. um, so I said, okay, let's go work in a bar. That's that's even better. Yes, that's even better. No bad hair days there. So I went to go work at this British pub, and British pub here in Dallas. In Addison. In Addison. Okay, which mm-hmm. one? The Flying Saucer. Flying Saucer. The Londoner. The, the Londoner. Londoner. Mm. It's a legit British bar. It is a legitimate British pub owned by British people. Get oh, out. the yeah. Londoner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Were you doing this in hopes to find a London boy? No. Or you just needed a job. Yeah, I wanted a job. Yeah, yeah. And to this day, I would say the least impressed with a British accent of any person I've ever met. <laughs> I think irony. I was impressed with the British accent until I had to work football game or soccer games oh, at yeah. like yeah. five o'clock in the morning. And oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah, because so that's when they're playing. They, yeah. as a waitress, coffee does not give you the ends to support your bills. That's right. Mm. We tip really well. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) The British. They are always known for their tipping. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. Right. So so anyway. Everybody that goes there, I mean, it's predominantly people from Britain that goes there. I wouldn't say it's predominantly, but there is a big group of people that go there. Sure. And I think that's why. Sucker on all the time. When it's on, yeah. yeah when it's yeah. on, actually, when you we called were, it football right off, we which is kind of funny. I don't think we ever tipped anyone because I think it's already yeah. included. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is so nice. maybe that's probably why they don't tip over here is because they Everything's automatically included. assumed but that they know. They do. <laughs> that's very true. They give us a brochure on the plane on the way over, but the <laughs> but, but no, in reality though, I do think yeah, it's just different, right? They, they have it a, is they all over the world. Yeah, yeah. all over the world. You know, when I travel, I actually have my assistant give me the uh, tipping cheat, rules. cheat mm-hmm. sheets for where I go yeah. because it is different all over the world. Yeah, it in would some just make places it a lot it's considered it's included. It's considered, uh, yeah, it would. Mm-hmm. But in some places, it's considered disrespectful. Um, if you're not prepared, you try to hand somebody, and they I just kind of look like at you like, "Whoa!" I do like now that the receipts will put the tip amount on there yes i feel like that's now standard yeah but yeah or like the you can get like 10 suggested, 20 yeah, yeah suggested yeah. have yeah. you noticed that the numbers are going up i know <coughs> i do notice I know with the, the middle one it makes you that there's some interesting psychology in that yeah, right 100 mm-hmm. percent. it's it's done deliberately yeah yeah, middle, yeah. Remote, yeah i think the yeah so you met him at the bar i did he was one of my favorites because he would pay with one check Oh when wow! I bring corporate when I bring groups of yeah. work folks in there yeah. for dinner or whatever, which you know was kind of my thing. When I moved over here, it was somewhere I could go once in a blue moon just to see some other folks from my homeland. All the time. And I met a girl mm. from West Texas instead. So. Oh yeah. wow! You're a West Texas girl. I am. How I'm far? From Midland. That's about as west as you can get. I mean, you can actually go. Get a little, a little bit further, bit further, further yeah. but from here, it's pretty west. It is pretty you west. You grew up in Midland or Odessa? You grew Mid- up Midland? Don't insult me. Yeah. <laughs> Still saying you, you I feel like raise mi- a family I feel in Midland, like all you the raise hell in Odessa. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's another state over there, though. Yeah. I've never been west Texas, actually. I can't. You haven't yeah. been to Lubbock? Mm-hmm. Lubbock's the I've gateway of once, West Texas. Once. Yeah. And I flew in and then flew out, so I didn't really drive 
west. Yeah. So I've never oh, driven that west. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't count. So you guys met how long ago? How many years? Ooh. Facebook tells me ten. <laughs> okay. Thank Seriously. goodness for Mark Zuckerberg uh-huh. keeping Thank relationships goodness, together. Yeah. Ten years. Ten years. Oh snap. Um, and then so we were dating for what, like two? And then it was history. Bad. It was there. Yeah. It was bad news bears. So we broke up mm. oh. after two years. Dang. And we. That's bro- mm-hmm. traumatic. Mm-hmm. No, wow. It was. <laughs> it <laughs> needed to happen. <laughs> oh, we were young and job rotations and stuff like that. And yeah. yeah. So then after two years, I was like, okay, I'm ready. Oh wow. Two year break. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then back mm-hmm. at the bar again. Did y'all like no. No. talk? Or we had to do that email because we communicated via blocking each other on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we were such kids. Wow. And you can't block, there's a 48 hour window yeah. when you can block someone and then you cannot block them again. Oh, mm. I'm learning all so, kinds of things now. Yeah. And I don't even know if it's still this way now, but I would unblock him to see what he was doing. <laughs> and then I could just cross my fingers that I would get back to block him again before he could see that I had unblocked oh. him. Oh, wow. Because otherwise he would block me and I lost the power. You guys oh, were right out of high school, dang. I could tell. We were right. Yeah. 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 yeah, we were like 26. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right out of we high school. We were pretty <laughs> old, immature kids. But oh, yeah. my gosh. So, but then, you know, we got back together and The rest we, is, yeah. here you are. Yeah. Having yeah. Chick-fil-A breakfast. Exactly. That is so cool. I mean, we got married, and that. Well, yeah, <laughs> all that kind of stuff along the way. I know it. How did you end up over here? A lot of places to go do what you do in the world. Yeah, I, so I came over here for an exchange program, you know, similar to, nice. to folks will be familiar with. Americans do the sure. same thing w- yeah. with mm-hmm. Europe, right? So I spent a year in the U.S. I was very hot and heavy into science at that point. That was going to be my future. Yep. What did I was you grow do. up that way? No, I'm the second person in my whole family to go to college. My uncle, my mother's brother, went to college to study chemistry, and he was my cool older uncle. He was only, I think he's only like seven years older than me. So I'd go visit him, and that notion of going to university just kind of unfolded. And I mean, it's fascinating to me still. That's a fascinating topic for me, the the concept that some people are sort of on a track to go to college, to have a career. So that was, that was what that was. And then having a family member who went to college to study a science, I was like, oh, this sounds really cool. Got into it in high school a little bit. That led to undergrad chemistry. And you know, in England, we do like four years of undergrad. So right. it's, they, they don't do the core classes or whatever. So it, it's just the science for four years if that's you want to. Oh, wow. That's awesome. But when, you are in, when you're in high school, you have to pick basically three. What, what will be your classes that you're going to take in hmm. university? Mm-hmm. And Interesting. if you didn't pick, like if he hadn't picked science as one of those, right. he may have had to take additional classes oh, right. before mm-hmm. you could get into university. Right. Uh, Just kind of extends it out a little bit. They, yeah. they make you specialize much sooner, and some people like that. And I, I really do think mm-hmm. it's a 50-50, right? You, yeah. 
you throw the baby out with the bathwater for some people, you've got a yep. late, late blooming Einstein that yep. ended up doing something different. And I think in the U.S., I like the U.S. system whereby you keep it a little vaguer for a while. They're trying to speed it up, though. Really? I'm trying to yeah. think of, like, we're, in we're high school, room, what would I have done? Now, and we're talking 16, right? So you, you make it through to 16, 16 and you can leave or you can stay on and do three or four courses that yeah. are basically qualifications for university. Sure. So What would you pick? I Because I'm all over the place and I had no idea, I picked as broad a spectrum as I could. So I picked maths. Mathematics, sorry, that's a math versus maths. We'll go down that rabbit yeah. hole. <laughs> so math, chemistry, English, and French. So I thought with that, if I wake up and want to be a lawyer, I can probably go to law school. If I wake up and want to be a doctor, I can, you know, sure. there's enough science there. Right. So, you I know. I would have done like... Art. Art. Home cooking. Ec. Home ec. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then my other... Fav- my other um, favorite class was you could be a um, admin to the like oh yes where you just like take notes yes that was the, the best, best class the best what was that class called I oh, remember gosh, that I know. like office assistant yeah, yeah, office, like, assistant. Like, yeah. office admin yes, I'm training yeah. to be all you like can you bring you take knock this on the note door. I'm like oh yes <laughs> yes do you have anything else to re- I used to remember I used to like wrap presents for them and everything that they needed I would just you're do it, it. You yeah. were it. Oh, I loved that class. My favorite class. Ever. How'd you get from Midland to Dallas? I have a sister. Okay. So we have the same dad. And she grew up here. Okay. And one day she called me and she was having a baby. And not just that. one day? I was going to say, wow. One day. One day. Hey, I'm having a baby today. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> so she was very close to having a baby and she said, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, Can dear. Can you come help me? And I'm, I, she's 10 years older than I am. <laughs> so I was like, three adults, one baby. Right. What, what could possibly yeah. what could go happen? wrong? Yeah. yeah. And none of us slept. None of us showered. Yeah. I don't know how any of us got through this. And they, she has three kids now. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And she's just popping them out. them out. Oh, she's got everything so organized. That's awesome. But, but that got you to Dallas. Yes, mm. it did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And thank goodness. Yeah. Something had to get me out of Midland. <laughs> well, mid- although Midland right now is going through a little bit of a boom. It, we... A little bit, a whole lot. Mm-hmm. It, it's not the same place that I grew nope, up. Nope, it's not even close. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw a bunch of, I think they're called man camps. Yep. Oh. Where yep. it's, it, to me, it would be like camp. Yeah. There's kind of like a mess hall yep. and then these lodges all around. Tiny and homes, right? Yeah, yeah and they're yeah. for the men that come in yep. just work to the work. Patch. Yeah. Hmm. And Do you so have any family still out there? My mom still lives out yeah, there. Okay. Yeah. And well, her house has probably gone up tenfold. I'm sure. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and a bunch of her friends have moved away because they can't afford the rent. That's that's what I'm hearing. It's yeah, that's you, what I'm hearing. I can definitely Teachers get a house. having to move into... Uh, you know, smaller apartments because they can't afford. My mom, that's what my mom did. My mom yeah. needed, well, she wanted a roommate and she didn't want to have to do a background check. Oh so she went through the teachers, oh. like the school district. Yeah, and that's smart. They found a girl, a lady who was um, a substitute teacher and she needed a place to stay and she that works out. That's genius. That works out well. Yeah. yeah. That works out well. Well, I've been having 
um, lunches and dinners with friends that I'm just catching up on or friends I've never had lunch or anything with. I've been asking everyone what their 2020 goals are. So what are y'all's 2020 goals? I'm so curious. Ooh. You go first. Okay. Sis, that's give you, big. Give you that's time deep. to think of yours. Okay. I'll go slow. <laughs> um, I think for me, it's 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 reaching that jumping off point yeah. with, with, with my career. So getting a firm base of clients to where with some like careful consideration I can jump off and actually double down on on growing my business what does that look like what's the number the number of clients yep probably about 10 doing what I'm doing now and I have about half a dozen so and and that would get me to a point where I feel you have six now Mm -hmm. you got it yeah it's not too bad it's it's I think for me it's it's back to the whole um, this is so unusual for me. Back to the path for me was to go to university, to right. get my PhD, to be you know something in business or a university professor. And now I'm like, wow, you know, 38 years old, and I'm thinking about starting the second career. Why not? Which is no, exactly. Yeah. I agree yeah. with you. I think the 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 all of the things that we associate with corporate America or corporate anywhere—it's just a term we use, right? Corporate America. Yeah. Um, is you know benefits and all the things that you have to do and those kind of very left brain calculations of okay I earn I earn this much the day we spend this much t- today yep and with all the things that a job bring I'm gonna have to add fifty percent seventy five percent to that number just to yep. do the things you know keep things going healthcare and yep. and um, Ali I'm sh- I mean I'm sure you're keenly aware of this like all mm-hmm. the the infrastructure of a business that people don't necessarily tell you, but it's all of a sudden all those things that our admins and our, you know, tax people yeah. and all that, they do all this stuff for us and then we just right. get a paycheck. Right. Yeah. That all And then has all of a sudden you're change. rich. Yeah. yeah. And then you're going, wait a minute, I've got to be the accountant, the IT tech, uh, the janitor, and the CEO all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, ah! that, that janitor one gets me every time. Oh, I'm man. Like, Dang it, I gotta clean. <laughs> gotta clean On top of being CEO, I have to clean, clean them. That's what keeps you humble. I know. That's what keeps you humble. It's like, why am I cleaning this? <laughs> hey, but look, I it's a good it's a good shot of, you know, keeping track of your humanity because anytime I come in and go, I am the chief people officer and senior vice president of a global company. Dead gummit. And my wife will look at me and says, I am so proud of you. Now take out the trash. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like huffing and puffing all the way up. Yep. I'm like, I take out the trash. Uh-huh. Then I realized, well, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just me. You're just you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just me. Uh, just a bunch of titles. But there is, a, there is that interesting tipping point that mm-hmm. when you're starting something, you're everything. And then I think where many people get in trouble in starting is that they don't reach out for help soon enough. Yes. That they're trying to be the chief financial officer, the CEO, the chief marketing officer, uh, the chief IT officer. They're trying to be all of those things. And there is a nuance. It's art and science. There is a nuance on when's the right time to say, I need somebody to look at my taxes for me, right? Because the spreadsheet in QuickBooks is no longer really doing it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really the nuance, right, of, of getting something started. Well, it just goes back to you when running a business, you only have so much time. And then if you're wasting time on the taxes or the extra job or anything, 
you're limiting yourself to the potential that you can make. So right. this past year, I've doubled what I was able to do in the years previous because I've hired an extra person. Mm -hmm. I hired someone to do my taxes, my bookkeeping, all this stuff, because then I can then focus and open so many other doors because I essentially, I'm the wheels and mm -hmm. the coal oh, to yeah. keep the train going. Right. I need the can i need i love the that old time reference of coal and yeah, wow like, you me. went way there i'm in an but i need fan, the so. i need <laughs> I the people in the back yeah, yeah, of yeah. the trains to shovel the coal to work it I know, well I, i'm shoveling the coal uh, well you're they part have of it. to <laughs> she's gonna pull this she's gonna pull the thread on this analogy to where it doesn't work i think the, i think the worst enemy that an entrepreneur has um working against them is if they know how to do everything mm. I, I quite frankly i think that's your worst enemy because if i know how to do accounting i'm going to try to go in and do my books but yet i should be doing this over here like ali's yeah. saying i think the best thing that could happen to somebody when they enter into a new business is that they know enough that they need to get it but they they don't know enough to that they have to do it that they can do it themselves and that forces you to get help i, I think entrepreneurs um, burn themselves out too quick by not asking for help soon enough. I, I think, I think it's, a lot of times. it's humility. It is. Having the humility. And I think it goes further than just the, the admin and the infrastructure mm -hmm. jobs. I think, you know, for me, my currency is words, right? So right. even though it's a marketing agency that I, that I have, it's my specialty is copy, is writing copy and, and you know, hopefully inspiring people to buy my clients' things through well, This words. is so cool. That writes comp. That writes comp. Yes. What's your purpose in two words? No, not two words. Uh -huh. you can do a sentence. No, two words. No, I like sentences. He's a copy guy. Two words. Let's see, Cla we're st we're stalling time. We're stalling. Cla clarifying, confusing, clarifying technical, oh. something like that. So uh. sim simplifying the technical. That's three words. Yeah, I'm, I like I'm in. It. Yeah. If you'll allow me three. Yeah. Well, hey, sentence. look, um, I, I, I say this all the time that often our, our greatest challenge from a leadership standpoint is taking the complex and making it simple. Mm -hmm. And too often we take something really simple and we overcomplicate it under the guise of I'm adding value. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and next thing you look up, you go, I can't figure this out, but I've added a lot of value yep. to it. Right. And so taking the complex and making it less confusing is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Well, sorry, what are your 20, Amanda? 20, I missed over your 2020, 2020 goals. What are they? 2020 goals. Um. <laughs> You've had all this time. I know. What have you been doing? Listening to all this brilliant chatter going on? No, you, you know, know this he's is so good at this <laughs> that he can just chatter away. <laughs> so. I, I'm a talker, but I think you, that this is part of, I'm not, I'm not going to try and feature this. I would like this. to do my own laundry okay. in yes. 2020. Whoa. And hang it up. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Mm -hmm. Oh, sis. Is that um, one of your goals? It should be like I'm getting. I'm having mom goals. make you a t-shirt. Yeah. I or getting like a good workout routine. Or even just like a morning routine would be great. That would be mm -hmm. awesome. 2020. When Jill Allison was on and she's talking about her morning routine, your morning routine, right. Tony. Mm -hmm. It's minus roll out of bed before. 
before my client gets to there my office. <laughs> <laughs> and they all, I'm you like, and Allie are on the same My clients <laughs> know. I'm like, 10 o'clock? Yeah, 10 05. Yeah. I'll see you there. See you there. That's it's so funny. It's That's the honest. same. That's honestly why she, one of the reasons you started your own business was I don't want to train anybody that I'm adding legitimately. She adds enough value right. that she can get away with that. And I'll tell her at 20 minutes, tell her appointment, <laughs> you have the opportunity to be on time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'll mess it up. I'll mess it up. <laughs> That's our running joke now. But I think not to speak for you, but your humility about your goals and objectives is part of why our relationship is so strong because uh -huh. Amanda's goal is truly to be happy. And I, I have love that. I have this ball inside me to grow things and to build right. something. And I think that's where she's constantly pulling me back down right. and saying, let's have an evening of just gratitude, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so I think that that's perhaps Define why she happiness. has no, yeah. How do you do yeah, how it do makes you, you contentment. Okay, um, pull that thread. Keep safety. Okay. okay. Now you're getting I'm, into Maslow yeah, here. He's like, well, the, ooh, yeah. do you want to know my... Enneagram? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't want to guess because that's I, I, I'm learning that you shouldn't guess other people's really? Enneagram. Yep. Oh, you shouldn't? I'm, I'm learning that. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you rude? put people in the, a box. What? Yeah, you put people in a box. What's your, what's your Enneagram? I'm a nine. I am a... Oh, I forgot what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> a giver? Is that a, uh, no, that giver is a You're two. You're at the top. Okay. I'm Nine's at the top. Nine Next is... Next to ones and eights. Those are your wings, right? <laughs> Hold on, I so got nine's at the nine top. I look it up on my look it up on that app I got. Says you have it. Did you download that app? Oh, what's it called again? Peacemaker. Nine. I'm a peacemaker. Yeah. That's what go. it is. Mm. That's my sixth book in my series. is titled The Peacemaker. Really? Yeah. I'm, so I've been working on it for a while. That's I, awesome. Yeah, I really. I know. So that's happiness. Dad. <laughs> you need nine books, and you need to put them to the Enneagram. <laughs> Oh, I know. <gasps> That's genius. Yeah. I know. Okay, keep going. Keep Sorry. going. Sorry. You've already written my book, so yeah. I guess I'll have to <laughs> input on another one. Yeah. But I, I really do, f like, this is so cheesy, but he is completely my person, like, yeah. totally my person. Yeah. I f sometimes feel like my purpose is to, for us to come together and he is a balloon, a hot <laughs> air balloon. And you're the string. And I am the string and I have oh. to yep. I have to braid myself together to make myself stronger <laughs> to get him to come down nice. sometimes. But when he and I can meet, when I'm floating in the air. I was gonna mm -hmm. say, do you ever take a ride with him? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, I yeah. do. And once we can meet somewhere in the middle of my terrifying like I could fall and yeah. he's like no there's a basket here <laughs> I'm like no 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 there's not a basket there's not a basket um, <laughs> so but we meet somewhere in the middle and we really do he challenges me and I tell him to shh stop, yeah. stop. like it's a good analogy I like that yeah, yeah. because yeah. he can he can really work himself up with an idea or not it's being balance. Yeah. It's and, balance. And it, it, is. it is gratitude. Gratitude, I tell him all the time, I have more today than I ever thought that I would ever have in my whole life. Yeah. Like, I didn't really grow up poor, poor, but I definitely drive a nicer car than I ever thought I would. I live in a nicer house than I ever thought that I would. I never thought I would own my own business. Yeah. All of these things that I never even dreamed. You make your own schedule. Yeah. Like, how crazy. It's 
it's incredible. Right. If I just need a day to sleep, you I can have it. I can have it. Yeah. And and that when I was little, that was my dream goal was I was going to go do sleep studies. Yes, my husband's <laughs> the same way. I think <laughs> Lan- I think you and Landon are probably like you're like the girl version of my husband. <laughs> And you so know we get I along so well. <laughs> exactly. And you know what I think when I hear her say that is nobody started a business yet where we can nap in the middle of the day. They do it in Japan. Let's bring it to Dallas, Texas. Let's Come go. Come on. Yeah, let's go. seriously. Well, it, um, yeah. So nap those are, the that is not a What's your purpose? You just said peacekeeper. Mm. Well, that's her, that's her Enneagram. That's my Enneagram. My purpose. I really... I, if you do love languages, if yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. am a, a gift giver. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's it's. A no, 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 no. That's your love language. You yeah, like. Yeah. What do you like you to like give or give? receive? I like to. I feel good by giving gifts. Okay. All right. Yes. How do you feel when you get what you receive? Do you feel the same when you get? Disappointed. Gifts? Just if it's mm. me, it's no. <laughs> it depends. It depends. I have a, a weird thing where I want you to know that I am more thoughtful than you are. Yeah. About your own needs. About so. you. Like, I heard you right. six months ago say you didn't have any socks that you could wear with this one particular pair of shoes. And, then you right. and I wrote it down and right. I went and found it. And now here I am giving you this. So you like words of affirmation? Yes. Yes. yes, I do. Affirmation, right? Wow. So, so back to your purpose. What's your purpose? You giving me your enneagram, your <laughs> love language. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What else? You're, you're giving the strengths, right? Yeah. You're going all I'm the way around. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, purpose. I don't know. You're gonna have to think about that. I'm gonna have to think about my purpose. Yeah. I. It's a tough one for me. Why are you here? It's really hard for people to have purposes, which granted, I know you don't have a nine to five job, but because this is a really bad um, like scenario, like typically like if any other chemist, like if you were to ask another coworker, like Mm -hmm. what their purpose is, they would probably just think like this, this is weird. Like it's so hard for people in corporate to figure out what their purpose is because they true. just have a hundred and ten percent is true. Every oh, we talk about purpose all the time at work. Okay, but how many people are you only have? You are only in charge of one company. There are oh, hundreds boy. of companies out there that do not uh, have a Tony Bridwell in them, and they do I not talk about purpose. That and they don't the talk about all the people there have a purpose. They're just not on purpose. Yes, but it's hard. If you go up to them and say, what's your purpose? They, like, clam up. They're like, ooh. Well, you, you, I mean, look, you. Like, Monica, KJ, all those people, I ask them, they're like, ooh, I don't know. And then they, they relate it them. back to. Which shame on I mean, they've been in the room longer than 10 minutes with me. I'm going to talk to them about it. They relate it back to their, like, 9 to 5 job. But mm-hmm. I'm like, is that really your purpose? Is, like, considering, like. I don't know. It's a hard question. It's to so answer, hard. Yeah. yeah, but it's an important mm-hmm. question. It's 110% important. What is your purpose? Build others. Hmm. Yeah. What's That's, your purpose? Yeah. Mine, I just changed mine. That's <laughs> why she's wanting everybody to have more than two words. Okay. I don't because have. she went outside the, the boundaries of two words. It's building confidence through the creative process. Oh, I like that. Uh-huh. I want to change my answer. Now. 
Oh, the, also, the, the copy guy just clocked in. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm I writing a purpose. You know, I really did though, because I said clarifying complexity or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. earlier in the conversation. But really, when I hear about the depth of, of your yeah. purpose, building mm-hmm. others, it reminds me what I tell people, right? So yeah. It, yeah. what I also tell people, is I like making other people money, other businesses money. Mm-hmm. So if you're starting something and it might... Bringing value to others, because it's bigger than money sometimes. No, you're right, it is. But but I mean in, a, in the very literal sense, yep. like if you have a shopping cart yep. and your website is beautiful, or maybe even if it's not, getting you to that, getting it's turning strangers into repeat customers, I guess is my purpose. Yes. Mm-hmm. For others. Mm-hmm. And that's more than two words, right? Ooh. So I'm not really interested in doing it for myself. I, my feeling is if you're good at something and your books aren't full, you have a marketing problem. Mm. If you're really the best at all. We so need to talk offline. Yeah. Allie and I have been having this conversation about... Um, about the app and that we that we launched and we're so going to we're so going to pick your brain oh offline. Oh gosh, people listening are like you're such a tease. I know it. But okay. we'll talk about we'll talk about <laughs> it. Going I, back to I money. said seriously and my phone lit up <laughs> because um, I just I did the update and now serious. Since you are so like driven of like just truly being happy, which mm-hmm. I feel like I'm kind of the same way when he talks about money are you just like, it's fine, as long as it makes you happy, or I'm happy, and this is great, and or are you still like, no, like we, like, I don't know. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? about money? Do you get worked up about money? That's what she's trying to I say. I could dig my own grave <laughs> just not to talk about money. I don't talk about money. I hate, I'm the same way. And I, I, But Lennon is so like Greg, where he's like, what's going on? Or this is what's why, the ROI? This is why you and I'm guys like, are I don't care. Cup- Poles, yep. Yes. Yep. Right? And, and because I, they couple together the missing parts. And that's why I think it's really important. This is, I did not ever mean to say this, but I think it's so important who your person is mm. because it really, really impacts yeah. how your day-to-day looks. And, and he talks to me about, you know, what do you want to do? What do you want to do with our money for when we retire? Oh, that's like all we're and talking about right now. What? I'm retire. like, I don't care right now. It's fine. Like, what <laughs> happens if? We, I mean, I don't know. Are we gonna adopt a, you know, a horde of dogs or cats or ponies? Don't go to the gallery right now. You'll walk out with twenty because SPCA has them set up on the bottom floor. I cannot walk the Galleria on the bottom floor mm. now because I'm afraid I'm going to bring home another oh dog. Oh, gosh. Don't tell mom. I, I'm telling her shop everywhere else but the Galleria <laughs> yeah. right now because I, we would be the same. We would be the exact yeah. same way. But that's what makes people so um, amazing is that when these quote-unquote opposites come together mm-hmm. and you go, okay, there's something in me that's not clicking. By George, when I'm with you that seems to be filled and vice versa mm-hmm. uh, and it's just it's what makes you guys good that's what makes you guys good yeah sis we're gonna have to do high low or we're gonna run out of time no we're high so low. good high low um high low no we still have we still have so many questions i know we but we'll a- we'll ask them as we're going through high low no we won't we're gonna run out of one time. The best advice that you have been given or like to give um live way below your means Mm. that's genius it is 
Is that what you like to give or what you've been given? Uh, both. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people are a slave to, I mean, this is really philosophical, but a, sla <laughs> a slave to their possessions. And I, the other phrase I like is we can elevate ourselves to a new level of poverty. Mm. So as people earn more and, 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 and you know, ri rise in their career, they'll find a way, whether it's kids in private school or a bigger house or whatever. Yeah. But if you stay to the point where you can survive maybe for six months without that, that allows you so many options, whether it's starting your own business or whether mm -hmm. it's looking for a different career within what you're doing. So that's that's why that's super important to me. It's a, yeah. It's really smart. I like it. Yeah. Amanda? What about you? Wait, can you see the question again? The best advice that you've ever Bing. been given or you like to give? So I guess kind of both because I give I out all my best advice. Yeah. Too. I, the best advice that I have been given she didn't give it to me directly. It's from Maya Angelou. Oh, yeah. Mm. And it says Our when favorite. somebody yeah. shows you who they truly are, believe them the first time. Mm. Mm. Wow. Mm. She was so awesome. She was. I miss her. Like, are we talking about weeds or flowers? <laughs> or both? Both. Both, yeah. Both. I think it's if somebody shows you that they're truly authentic and real mm -hmm. don't give up on them and you know make sure that you're giving them the benefit grace, of the grace yes. that they deserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. define authentic this could go real deep yeah because could i have friends that have shown them like a, f a side that i thought that that was it and then the more and more you get to know them they're like mm, actually i don't know if you're actually that person yeah but that actually kind of goes back to like well maybe they are actually that person and they just had a miss up so then maybe i need it do i need to like re wow re-put my weeds spin back out. i don't know <laughs> spin Gosh, out dang it. <laughs> spin out <laughs> that'll strip a gear real quick so De define uh, define authentic authentic yeah who you truly are who pull that thread who truly are being what? Mm, what your core values are in your heart that no matter what. So authenticity is not doing that thing. If somebody has these values and they're yeah. acting in a way that's yeah. counter to those values, I guess. But do you think that people with social media, all these other influences... Mm -hmm. Do you think that people can easily be swayed or like know like, okay, actual core values probably should look like this. And so I'm going to like act mm -hmm. that way, but really deep down, they're not that way. That's deep. That is deep. Yeah. I mean, because I think with social media, I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, community over competition and mm. all these things and it's the right how, thing because to say. it's like the yeah. right thing to say and do and that's what society is telling them to say and do but do they really a hundred percent feel that way once you get to like actually mm -hmm. so know them when if you know somebody on social media mm -hmm. which is interesting because that's basically how we, how we know each yeah. other Am I real, like, in real life, am I the same way um, via social media? Be honest. Um, I no. would say, <gasps> well, it's hard because you... You're flat Stanley you on write, social media. Yeah, you write words. And yeah. 
I don't get to hear your words. Mm. Unless you watch the stories. Yeah, and you I do. You miss the tonality mm. of yeah. the words. You're right. So I know, like, you put something up the other day, like, you see this. Do you, does this make me think of you? Yeah. And obviously, <laughs> it oh, makes me. Oh, the top of mind stuff. Yeah. The top the of mind stuff. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it it does make me think of you. But it is, like, when I, if I were to hear you say it, I wonder if it would mean, I don't mean something different, mean something yeah. more. I don't know. I don't know. I think you're ruthlessly authentic on social media. I do think that you're very, you are very authentic. Is authentic good or bad? I think authentic is very good. I think it is. Well, okay, so being authentic authentic is good, but is authenticity um, a good or a evil? And evil's really strong. I was going with bad, but it came off, it came. Has its place. Right. Sorry, that's your question. Well, but can, if somebody is if if somebody is bad, but it's who they are, are they being authentic? Ooh. Oh I don't gosh, you're going so deep. See, I'm gonna rebut there with I don't believe that anyone is a hundred percent bad or a hundred percent good. Well, that goes back to my original question that I've been posing to all of my mentees. Um, at the core, are we are we good at the core, covered in evil, or are we evil at the core, trying to get to some place that we're not? Oh, I feel I like those are some boxes that man. you're, those yeah, are yeah. two boxes that you're giving some people. I have. Um, we're all human, so I think we're all, we all but have But at the core, flaws. are you good? Oh, gosh. Um, I feel like this is just an I know. answer that so you So I have two guys that I'm mentoring right now, and I, I have a question of the week that I like to try mm-hmm. to send out to them, and so I send it, and I'm pretty sure you I think broke you're, one of their brains. Yeah, do you think you're the core of good? I think at the core... At, at my core, I was created good. I agree. Yeah. At the core, I think, I think most I was people are good. So, but back to my question, if somebody is bad, if somebody is bad, they act bad, but they do it deliberately in the open and forthrightly, are they being authentic about who they are? So, like... I think that's the only thing that Charles is. Manson. Yeah. <laughs> well, you went right to the extreme. <laughs> I mean, you said evil. Let's pull, yeah. Let's okay. Pull, let's that's pull the evil. Yeah. He was, um, he was that person, and every time that he was interviewed, he said, "I am this person." Is he being authentic? Yes or no? I don't know his childhood. I can't. I, I can't speak to that because yes. we don't I, know. I think so. Well, too, the answer is yes. Yeah. I the feel answer like is yes. He was good. No, he was. He was. He was the, bad, cloned, and good. No, he was, well, but the question is, is he being authentic about who he is? When, when I'm an evil person and I come out and I do evil things and I do bad things, evil is so strong, but I'm a bad person, I do bad things, um, and I tell everybody, uh, I tell everybody that I'm, that am I being authentic about who I am? And I think that's the, the only thing you're being. Exactly. Right? And so the, and yeah. where, I'm going, where I'm going with the conversation is, we're attaching authenticity. I just don't need people to be listening to this and be like but this is i'm being authentic this is who i am and then start being like i'm a bad person so just like start raging be like but i'm authentic yeah this is me but i think see this is the problem that i'm uh that i believe is happening right now societal is that we're misusing the word authentic Mm. uh in in our general conversations that we're attaching it to um all goodness but off authenticity is 
when things align. When what I when I what I say and what I do align, it's often authentic, mm-hmm. right? It's it's real. It's the it's the genuine article, and that genuine genuine article could be really bad, but if it's if it is genuine in its makeup and nature, then it is authentic. And I think a lot of times we miss uh, we're we're misusing this word sometimes and. Um, I think that's happening to a lot of words right now that we're misusing them, um, that we're attaching other meanings to them. Um, I was I was doing some research this morning on something that I'm writing on the word conflict. Mm. How would you define conflict? Miss something. Miss. Like when two opposites are trying to connect, conflict. Conflict. How would you define it? I think it's it's two opposing opinions or ideas, but it only becomes conflict when it's actively being played out, right? So, mm-hmm. for example, two people have a different opinion. What I said, opinion. but in better words. <laughs> <laughs> and, and without the accent, by the way. How would you uh, how would you define conflict? Oh, I still uh, yeah. It has to have something with opposites having conflict conflicting views. I don't know if I can use conflict in our <laughs> definition um use <laughs> define the word without using the word <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it could also and it doesn't always have to be with two people it can be within yourself i have conflict mm-hmm. within myself That's very true. Yeah, and there's three so different like types of con- there's interpersonal uh you know there's group conflict there there's all different types of conflict yeah i have um one of my treasures uh that i that i own is a 1937 um dual edition of webster's dictionary so i mean oh. this thing is this thing is ancient. I only pull it out maybe once every two years, and so I, you know, I'm 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 doing some writing this morning and some blogging and stuff, and I come across this word conflict, and and I look it up online just like everybody else does, and Merriam-Webster now combined online digitally, and it gives me the answer that all all three of you basically just gave, and I thought, okay, I'm wondering if this word has gone through any change, and if you really want to have some fun. Um, come over, spend some time looking in this 1937 edition of, of Webster's Dictionary. And in 37, the word meant something completely different. What did it mean? Um, and I say completely. The word took on a different meaning in 1937, and conflict was two items, two items rubbing together, hmm. right? And it was just basically two items rubbing together. But uh, what's happened over time is that this word has grown into... Um, you know, conflict is arguments, conflict is disagreements, conflicts are wars. Interest. And it's grown, it's grown, it's grown. But, but really, it is two things rubbing two together. Two things rubbing together. It's just two things rubbing together. And it doesn't necessarily mean those two things are rubbing together in disagreement. They're just two things rubbing together. Mm-hmm. No, right? I. So. From, from day job land, as yeah. I call it, from yeah, yeah, that yeah. world. I see that all the time, right? Yes. We have systems in place, right? So in a corporate environment, you often have lawyers mm-hmm. and they're not chartered with making money. They're chartered with keeping you out of jail, That's keeping right. you on track. And often there'll be disagreements. I'm out here, I want to make money. I want to, for the company, I want to add value. Right. You, are you trying to stop me? And really, no. They're trying to. We, we and the corporations design that constructive interference sometimes, so that things never drift too far one way or the other. They just want yeah. two opposing views and rubbing together. Yeah, just Rub, to see. Yeah. Like, yep. Like yep. agree to disagree phrase comes from Ish. probably. Yeah. Ish. All right. Now we have to do high low. 
This is a good conversation. Uh, this conversation could go on for a long time because I am we fascinated. Just, yeah. We could just do two podcasts in one. We could. We really could. We All could. right. Um, you going to look at your la- app, Hilo? Yeah, I do because I don't you know You guys been thinking what? about your Hilo today? All right. I don't know really what I did this week. What? I know. It's a good thing you have an app. I know. Pulling it up. Have <gasps> you been filling out your app? I have so many missing dots. Sis. What is this? Sis, is that your low? Yeah, I guess low, not doing high low. Man. This week, it's been really great. Every day, I know what I've your been high trying is. to... Really? I know your high better than you know your high. How is that? Have I you do? not set reminders? I, and let me tell you what her high is. She painted a wall this week for the third time. Was that this week? And it did not melt. Did this happen this week? It didn't happen this week because it rained oh. on Tuesday. I, was I thought that was on... I thought that was last week. No. It rained on Tuesday. Because, you know, having worked in paints and Oh, yes, coatings, it did do that Monday. <laughs> I was, we were, no, I sent yeah. Ali a message and said, well, you know, I've seen this happen before with, with brand new concrete. When I know, chemists, I should have asked, I should have called you. Yeah. Okay, well, While we I were standing so. in the rain watching this off, why in the world did we not call him? <laughs> we should well, have invited so him too. over to do an experiment. Well, I thought it was because it was new concrete, and it was, supposedly. They had just done that, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait a little bit for it to cure. Uh-huh. And Didn't it I still say did that? it. But it still did it, so it obviously wasn't it because it wasn't dried all the way. I don't even have a PhD in, in chemistry, and I actually said that. What did you tell I me? I totally guessed it, when I said that. Concrete is... <laughs> when it's curing, it pushes it's out a, salts and different yes. things that are in and the it's exactly curing what mixture. Right. Yeah. But then also, I mean, if you're using like an oil-based acrylic, just kind of back to the high school experiments we did mm-hmm. with like dissolves like, right. remember that good yeah. stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then putting an oil-based paint on something that has any kind of residue on it, and I think I was like, you can go buy some hydrochloric acid from Walmart, yeah, and just because they use it to cook to, to clean bricks. So I was getting all down a rabbit hole about that, <laughs> and I'm just glad it, you know, it panned I'm out glad okay. It did too. I'm telling you, you want to talk about a cool experiment, and we were right there. I mean, where this patch in this wall is, and they painted the whole thing um, to the left of the patch. You couldn't rub that paint off if you tried. Mm. On the patch, we just took a rag and it just wiped off as if it, it was the craziest a, thing. It was weird. You had it to go oil based, so right? Weird. I think I, I, I used to mix like three different. So this third time, I'm like, I'm just gonna test it because that's what I did. Well, the second time, I thought that it was just because it needed to cure more so i'm like, okay it needed to dry more supposedly they had just painted it so i'm like i'm just gonna use the same thing because it obviously worked on the outside of the wall why wouldn't it work on the inside of the wall so i painted it again with the same paint so this third time i'm like all right i'm testing because if it does happen again then i can see like which paint i need to paint so i had four different paints up there so it was a mixture of like oil acrylic um and then like latex permanent marker <laughs> no it's sharpie it's sharpie yeah. it's dry, permanent dry erase <laughs> yeah hey seriously it looked like a dry it erase board it literally looked like a dry it erase looked board. like a dry erase board because it was pouring down rain we went to home depot we grabbed some rags and some some kind of cleaner and we walked over and we just went squirt and it was like a dry erase board yeah and it just wiped off and it was kind of sad so but it all that had stuck. to be your high and low. 
this week. Yeah. Low finally, third time. Third time. <laughs> had to do it. I was so annoyed. I'm it stuck. Over it, it rained and it stuck. If you all go over there and you're listening to this, don't look closely because it's not my best mural. I just whipped it up there. I'm just, get it done. Oh so my gosh. Annoyed. I cannot believe you just said, now that's authentic. That's authentic. That's right. true. Like how she I was is annoyed. and how Third she time. talks is the real same. Life. She was. It's real life. Yep. It's real life. It's there and it looks good from afar, but up close, just don't. You need look to be better on your filling in your dots on your high low this week. I know I do. There's um, so much cool stuff going on. But I had a I had a lot of like lunch. And I've had a lunch and a breakfast almost every day. Mm-hmm. Is that your high or your low? So. I both because I will say I love it, but then I feel like I'm. This is like my busiest month of the year. I'm like, I'm so busy, but I'm like really not really doing anything. But Can I ask you a question? Is that just too far off piece? No, no. get after it. Awesome. Do you consider yourself a marketer? She has um, a degree in marketing. I know I do. And I used to be like, I used to tell mom and dad, I'm like, I'm so sorry I'm not using my degree that you like paid a lot of money for. It. And they're like, no, you use it all the time. I don't. Which, by the way, I told all the professors, I spoke at the professors yesterday at UNT. I yeah. told all of them that story that story yesterday oh really they were encouraged because i told them at first she got this degree in marketing and that she couldn't get a job in marketing Mm. and they're all going ugh. and then i said then she started her business and she didn't feel like she was using her degree and then we sat down and they're all like going oh my gosh we're failing as professors blah 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 and then i told them i said that we had this conversation that every day you use something that you learned along the way to do what you do. Well, I'm and about to debunk end, your oh, conversation dogs. because I don't I'm glad think I that didn't talk I, to you first. I know. <laughs> I, yes, I do think that I am marketing, but I don't think that it's what I was taught in school. Like I don't, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm so, so sorry. Glad. Hopefully they're not listening oh to this God. podcast. No, a couple because of them I, are. Because I don't. I prob- maybe subconsciously I am using it, but mm. it's not like I'm like, oh yeah, logistics classes is what I used, or oh yeah, in my business 101 class when we had to make like a business plan, this is what all those 1200 classes did. you probably wouldn't remember. It's the 3000 classes that you're going to get into your good stuff. You only remember yeah. one professor from school. I do, Gade. You know, from from an outsider's perspective, I think you're a hundred percent. You are a marketer. But I do remember every I single. I That's I why remember I keep every her. single relationship mm-hmm. and conversation and the. It was a. I went through college, and this is again being authentic. I went through college figuring out who I needed to become friends with that had the cheat sheets, mm-hmm. so I could study with them. To but to your point, the, it's almost like guerrilla like type it. marketing. Well, I mean, the, your product is is my my from my vantage point, your product is adding a lot of value to your clients, and and I think while also it hopefully brings them joy to see mm-hmm. the artwork in their space. Ultimately, while it's a little harder to quantify than conversions and shopping carts, mm-hmm. I believe that your mural is adding value to that company. It's oh, pulling eyeballs yes. in. Yes. So your product is pure marketing, I think, and joy and yes. all the other Murals things that go along with it. Murals are definitely a marketing in itself. Mm-hmm. 100%. Define I wish more people would get that. Oh, my, it's such a broad term, isn't it? it? And people, yeah. people, uh, people mix branding, marketing, PR almost interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Uh, digital, Sales. Yeah, digital marketing for me is, is creating awareness about a product at whatever stage in the buying journey you're at. That's my job. When I'm writing words, it's if you're searching for something either online or on Instagram, if I'm, I'll give you a weird example. So if I'm searching for 
part number XYZ257 on GM's website to buy a part. Right. Uh, that one. That or, one. Or maybe we'll go retail because retail is easier to grasp. So if I'm looking for men's jersey, knit, T-shirt, XL, blah, blah, blah. If you take me to Macy's.com, you failed because I, now I have to dig. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's creating awareness. So that person's super far down the buying journey versus somebody who types in T-shirt who might need to be educated about what types of t-shirts there are to buy. You're at the opposite end, right? So I think marketing is driving people along that funnel from having zero idea about what you do to, oh my gosh, yep, bought five things from that person and I'm gonna you be buying more. You haven't taken any marketing classes? Uh-uh, no. That's he just has an MBA. Gorilla. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, a, just I mean, the MBA, uh, that's all, just an MBA. How much emotion, how much does emotion play into marketing? I think significantly. I think the uh, according to Gallup, seventy percent of our decisions mm -hmm. are emotional. The only thing that I remember outside my classes is that if you use a, a logo that's red and then have the the cuh sound, it's some it's more rememberable. <laughs> that's all case. I got from yes, from that's college. why she's allocated. Well, yeah. you're trying to make people see. I think fundamentally, you're trying to increase pleasure and reduce pain. That's kind of philosophical too. And mm. so when I look at yes. anything, an advert, an Instagram post, uh, a, a Facebook ad, I, I think you're looking within five seconds or so to say, why do I care? Who are you? Why do I care? How are you going to add value to me? Whether it's increasing pleasure, reducing pain. So I think that's emotional. I want right. to tap into what it is that you're going through right. and very quickly explain how my client is going to solve that for you. Yeah, that's why there's now this kind of push and pull mentality. And I just did like a um, Instagram, I watched a little Instagram refresher and she talked about this and it's something that I've always have had in my head, but it's like a good refresher of like, yes, you have to like pull them in with stories instead of pushing them to be like, hey, buy this, buy this, buy this. Yes. It's like, okay, how do I pull you in to get you attracted and then you're already here, so go ahead and buy this type of thing. But social media has, I think, really, really, really influenced marketing. So I would love to go back to school now to see like how they're teaching marketing. Because Instagram wasn't, like, we were still using that like weird orangey blue brown filter in Instagram mm. when I went to college. So See, it's I th been I think what's interesting changed. is I think we're all hardwired with a little natural marketing capability inside of us. Definitely. Right? And and it, we call it emotion because if if you drive through certain parts of Dallas and you come to a stoplight, chances are there is someone standing on the corner. Yes. Marketing. Yeah. Downtown. And they will have a sign with copy, mm -hmm. and that copy is designed to get you to do something. To convert. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. But I think and that's I've also... Read, I've read, deliberately read, many of the messages, mm -hmm. and some of them look like they have hired really high-end Madison Avenue copywriters. In that that's fascinating. And it's, and, it's, and it's instinct, right? Um, to the point that they know which corners have the most traffic to produce the most return to get the most eyeballs my I, that's an aha moment for me my mind is blown i've never thought about the context of yeah they know that's that's and it's and it's it, and it's it's an, an instinctive um almost to the point that at the core 
um, I can figure out how to find the highest traffic. In our world, traffic is online traffic. In their world, traffic is literal traffic. Every car that literal stops is eyeball. an impression. That's exactly right. It's an impression. And yeah. based off of this, and if you watch some of them, will have multiple signs mm -hmm. based off of where they are, what they're doing, mm -hmm. and the message changes based off the audience. Wow. And I, I don't know. I'm going out. I'm broad stroking here, but I don't think they've all studied formal marketing. Right. I don't know. I think some of them might. It's just they probably they could. Might. And then That's why I don't want to broad brush that. <laughs> I don't want to broad brush that because some oh, of us. But yeah. I mean, if you look at it, it is, um, and you just go, okay, there's something, there's something inside each of us that we know this instinctively. Um, but anyway. But I think it goes back to like who you know type of person of, of mm -hmm. like as far like that really can correlates to marketing as well of like marketing yourself or marketing your business enough to where then that person will either vouch for you mm -hmm. going back to that top of my mentality again like telling them those those stories it's all about stories that it my, really is my fifth book is all about stories it is i'm so excited hi low so hi this week was finding out that some copy that I'd written for a banner was converting better for a oh, client. Oh, good. I like the five-second That is test. so cool. Five-second is legit. Yeah. I mean, um, YouTube has trained us mm -hmm. for four seconds because the four-second ads that pop up on YouTube, I mean, our minds are starting to click that way. So you can do the four- or five-second test. That's brilliant. You know, I like, um, I, I like the counter example which is how many websites have you loaded? How many things have you seen where you're like, I'm going to, you said nothing to me. Yeah, exactly. Change, uh, business consulting is, is really good for this. You know, changing solutions in a rapidly evolving marketplace. Like, mm -hmm. excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's so many of these things that I've, and it's no disrespect, often people that, that do things aren't so good at talking about what they do. And in this True. particular web website, <laughs> I received three lines of copy. It was a commercial construction company. And they said, we're the best. We've been around for the longest. We um, always complete jobs with the utmost of respect. And I'm like, well, that's every, I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. I was right? going to say, that's isn't what, that your anti? Giving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was the Welcome high. to the game. <laughs> the low, and this is me being a little. What was the copy? Oh, the copy was, um, uh, Sorry, Tony's taking a picture of us, so it's I got so a pose. Hard. I got a pose. <laughs> <laughs> Straighten um, up yourself, fix your hair. Yeah. So it was a commercial framing website, and yeah. it was like the framework for your success was the tagline, and then underneath it was just basically copy that spoke to why you would hire that person, mm -hmm. right? So lowest rates of on-site incidents. Um, I think I, so what I did is, sorry to answer the question in such a, I always it's do this, roundabout way, right? It's like a politician's answer yeah. or something. But I went on Google and I searched all the problems that people have with commercial framers. Oh, this is genius. So I so went, genius. I pretended I was a general contractor and I said, why, let me find out why I, why I would never hire a framer again. So I looked at like reviews, this person, you know, failed several framing inspections. These people were not transparent on pricing and I just flip it and turn it into a copy that speaks to all those things. You're so giving away like, all your secrets now. Dang, yeah. That's you genius. I don't mind, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> open I've, source. I've been giving source, it away yeah. for several years uh, and yeah. I think hopefully it, it it builds some credibility but at the same time if you want to do it and use it 
That's great. That's and awesome. I yeah. mean, that's another topic. That's what they right? should be teaching people in school. Thank you. So that's your high. What was your low? My low, uh, and this is deceptive of me because I'm disguising a high as a low because I had a pretty good week. That's good. So I received, I'm restoring a 1990. I, I say it's 1989. The fact it makes that you say restore and 1990 in the you same sentence made me feel really old. I know. But then you just got dad's ears like pricked up. like. Boop. So it's a night. I'm going to make it sound older because it makes me sound cooler. So it's built in 89. It's, an, it's a 90 model. It's a, it's a uh, Jeep Grand Wagoneer. <gasps> so it's yes. my slice of Americana. Oh, yes. And oh my gosh. I so wanted that car. Yes. It's... I Panel siding. Oh my! It goodness. is. It is. It's faded. It's 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 uh, it's it's halfway through restoration, and I have been searching for a front grill for it, and I received it, and it's a little dinged up. So I guess my low, I'm going to turn into a high. I got to learn a little bit of auto body stuff mm. to get it nice. looking exactly how I want it. Okay, and it's not fitting exactly right. That's a gem. That's a, that's, that's a so gem. fun. That's awesome. But it arrived, and I was like 70% happy with it because it was an eBay purchase. So I was like, it looked pretty good in the pictures, and now it's got a few little dings in it. That's a pretty yeah. good low. eBay, all of a sudden, um, 70%. I'm good with eBay. <laughs> but it represents a bigger low in my life right now. Is as, as romantic a notion as this is, I'm sure I'm spending more on it than any car payment on a modern vehicle. <laughs> Probably. So, but it's possible. the experience yeah. and the... Hobby. And he really does love driving that car. The car has. N- Did you drive it today? No. No, I wish. No. Um, but he has taken the carpet out. He took everything. Nice. He stripped it. So it will be very it's nice. It's going to be awesome. Yes. But it's be awesome. right now it is a rolling. Rustic. Box of tin <laughs> and glass. <laughs> rustic. You, you, rustic. you found oh gosh. Like <laughs> she actually made a YouTube. Uh, uh, she was making an Instagram story, and it was just—it was the most perfect thing because you can hear me. I don't know I'm being filmed, and I'm saying, "See, it's basically as comfortable as a modern car. <laughs> <laughs> the screen is moving up and down That's That's every bump, That's and it's just her husband in the pa- in the That's a Jeep. Yeah. That's a Jeep. All right. Yeah. I mean, That's hi, so love. funny. Hi. Can I say yeah. coming here? Oh, yes. you're too nice. You're too nice. No. As long as it's authentic. But yeah. It's, it's really authentic. It's yeah. No, I think it's really cool. I've, awesome. told, I've told a lot of people. Yay. And I, you know, I'm a fangirl, so I just want to show up at any time that I... You're the sweetest. I'm invited or not, and <laughs> I'll just, just come. come, hang That's out, awesome. and just... Tell you how cool I think you are. Do you have you, a low? You too. Um, I got RSV this week, oh, which no. I did not know adults could get. I didn't either. Mm, She's so. not contagious, but she tells you at the end of the interview. You know, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So th- that was earlier this week. So oh, I didn't that's feel. That's so sad. Mm. I'm so sorry. sorry. But I had to go to the doctor because I was like, I'm going to be on a podcast and I don't want to yeah. sound all croaky. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> My I'm week, glad you're feeling better. My week Thank was um, my week has been amazing, and my high is mom is enjoying Christmas. I think it's the weather. I I mm. was thinking about this. I'm like, okay, why? Because I typically can kind of get into a funk too during the holidays. Yeah. I'm like, okay, why do we feel much better? And I 100% think it's the weather. Like we've had mm-hmm. nice weather. The sun has been out. Mm-hmm. It's been great. Mm-hmm. It just keep, keeps us motivated to do things. Yeah, yeah. Sunny and cold. Sunny and crisp is the fav- is the best. I yes, think. yes. Yep. But yep. you know, awesome. if it's too sunny, he will get 
the seasonal affective disorder, I yep. feel like he has the opposite. Oh, So at the end of the summer, he is just not... Drained. Yeah, yeah. Really? That dreary overcast speaks to my soul. You know, <gasps> that, I can't that do it. I, I am right there with you. I need a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. I no. need a, I, he needs I it absolutely every day. need a little bit. Sis, you want to do some fast you questions? You feel motivated in dreary? I do. It doesn't bother me as long as like it's what's inside the four walls. So if I need a change of interior environment, yeah. but when it's a little cold and dark outside, it feels more like Christmas to me because mm. growing up in the UK, it's not exactly Finland, but it at least was a little more wintry. Yeah. Right, no, so right, se- right, right. I've, I've had 75 degree Christmas days here when I'm like, well, this is fun, but it just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't feel, feel like quite like yeah. It will probably yeah. be 70 on I have Christmas. played golf in shorts on New Year's Day. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally I don't mind it, though. I like it. You want to do, let's do some fast questions. And then oh, we'll, man, I'm we'll not even Did you do your low? I, you know, my low this week um, was interesting. Um, it should be in my high category. But it ended up in my low category because um, I ended up turning down a, they're not a client, but they're a friend. So I do a lot of volunteer work in uh, the transplant world. And uh, one of the transplant organizations in the U.S. wanted me to come do a keynote speech for them. And I said no. Which is really hard for me to you say are no. That's why I get it. It from. is rough. Um, it's very hard for me to say no. Um, I had a scheduling conflict. I could have moved the scheduling conflict. Okay, out, this brings up a really great. But I, I need to. I need to ask this question. Are you the type of person? Because I'm learning. Diff- there's different types of people, and I'm getting frustrated because they're not like me. Um, but I'm okay. Well, this might just be personality-wise. If you have something on the schedule, like say a lunch or something, but then another meeting pops up and wants to be on that day that you have a lunch planned, are you going to reschedule that lunch that you've already previously planned or keep the lunch and tell the other person, can't do that day, let's pick another day. So the short answer is no, with an asterisk. We have a, uh, we have a unwritten rule of priority inside the firm, that if we have a scheduled um, internal lunch and a client calls, that we allow ourselves to reprioritize the client in front of Personally. a nice to have mm-hmm. versus a have to have, right? So we've put we put some um, quasi parameters, mm-hmm. their unwritten rules in place that says, hey, this was a casual. Let's get together if our calendars still permit. Mm-hmm. But if a client calls because we're in a um, professional services industry, yeah, that we allow the client to change. But personally, that. personally, no. I, I about really, you? I think it. De- politicians answer again. I think it depends. depends. <laughs> it depends on w- your history of doing that. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I think it, it, with all the meetings that we get invited to, mm-hmm. it could be almost that you've you put somebody off several times, uh, and then you're realizing you're developing this reputation, right. lack mm-hmm. of credibility, mm-hmm. belief. Mm-hmm. Right. We but about that. if it's a w- if it's a one-off, I mean, if it was, for example, if um, 
you know. Um, but if you just do it one time, are you then going to create a habit? Exactly. Are you going to create a habit? What about you, mate? You do more scheduling than probably all of us here. I am a pretty big stickler on the take the original yeah. meeting. Like, Regardless yes. of who the... Yeah, there's yeah. some if, really... If somebody booked an appointment with me and then a higher paying client mm-hmm. were to come in and say... I can only do this I day. can only do this time. I would say no, because I've already prioritized the first client. Yeah. And I don't want to Would you call the first client and okay, ask for permission? For it depends on the client. What yeah. if you had a lunch with a with a friend, mm-hmm. and then this client was like, "Hey, I can only do this time. I could only do this time. Would you cancel the lunch, or would you?" It's be like it's a little hard to say because it's money v no money. Yeah, so I know. <laughs> no, it's money versus. But you spend know money. that that person yeah, would exactly. probably still. If it's a friend, if I would definitely reschedule and... It's like, hey, I have to go into work. Into work, yeah. yeah. But if it Again, was... Again, it's that unwritten rule of prioritization that, hey, look, um, let's have lunch. However, if work calls, mm-hmm. I might have to go. Yes. But I do think if it's equal right. work, mm-hmm. work right. and work, I would keep the original... But if one friend calls and says, hey, let's have lunch, and then another friend calls yeah. and says, hey, have lunch... If you cancel that, then you can't do that because at that at no. that point you're but going. Again, this other friend's cooler than you. But I uh, but I mean I Maybe guess I'm that just. It's the unwritten rule of prioritization, and um, you know the hard fast rule would be, um, um, Mr. And Mrs. Client, I'm sorry, but I already have a commitment. And many times that. Because happens. I also don't want because sometimes I get to the point I'm like I don't want my work to take over my personal life, mm-hmm. and so if I'm just always canceling my lunches with friends and family that like I want to try to prioritize them too so if I'm always canceling or wanting to reschedule because this person's well, trying then, to then have you a have to a create meet. that prioritization that this lunch is prioritized higher than a, a client but if it's just okay, a casual hey let's I just get together I don't and then well you say it like that of like oh look, well, if you're, you're a, putting your if your you're a fire your if client. you're a fireman and you're out oh. having lunch Gosh, she does, always does this. And, and you're out having me. lunch. Make me feel bad. And uh, with a friend, and all of a sudden the, the beeper goes off. It's like, uh. Okay, but there's a difference. These <laughs> these clients. That is it's a doctor, not, not a fireman. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ali, I think. Oh, I don't true. think. But my clients are, it's not life-threatening. They don't, they need to know that this meeting is not life-threatening and that I, my life does not revolve around them. Like I have other entrepreneurs other are tough because to it's not do. like you have a steady set of um, clients that walk in every single day, and so yeah. often it's it's similar to a doctor and a fireman that um, when things come up, they come up and they're unscheduled. Well, yeah. sometimes I mean this this is an example to me of maybe a client that is getting a really early view of your authenticity. So you get kind of maybe a side well, effect. Well, they, they don't need to know that I, I'm having a lunch with a friend. I just say I'm, I'm booked up mm-hmm. that day. Just for example, on, Mon- on Friday, this person wanted to meet with me, and I had a breakfast and a lunch, mm-hmm. and then I did have like another client meeting. I was like, I'm so sorry. I could, I could do this morning, but I, I gave them so many different options. I could have easily been like, hey, 
Linda, I can't do lunch to just mm-hmm. make it easier for to open up that one extra hour. But instead, but like you I'm, had other options, but that I gave them so many other options that they could choose from. Did but I no, just know that there's so many people that would have canceled the lunch and just been like, yeah, I can do, yeah, this after, yeah, yeah. I could do that. that. But I, sometimes I think if you move mountains but I'm like, for a client, they will expect it. Every single every time. Every single time, right. yeah. I have a weird take on it. I like to use it as a little bit of a filter for how much, how engaged you are in, mm. in, in what I'm about to. So if I have to do that and I set that and I say, look, I, to your point, Ali, I've got all these things arranged. Yeah. This day's better for me. Then, you know, if they willing to meet me on that day it's kind of like oh that wasn't such a big deal you see yeah. what i do you see you think i can still help you it wasn't such an emergency that we meet on that day yeah and it's i don't know it's always i'm always interested in the little side tidbits of information you can get from exchanges yep. like yeah. that you know back to my low that you rabbit trailed on i know i just it's I just, actually it said just no. makes me i actually what? said no i know you did say no i know and it was it was a low for me because i don't like to say no i try to say yes to everything and then all of a sudden i look up and go why can't I get anything done? Because <laughs> like, I've said yes to everything. Um, but it was the right thing. I found them somebody better to do the Just keynote. as good. Just as good. No one's better than you. Just as good. That's, that's so sweet. Just as good to do the keynote. They're going to be incredibly happy with this uh, with this individual. And But it was a low and a high all at the same time mm. that I stayed. I stayed in the lane. And I have to say... I, I probably need to say no to more things I this know, year, same. and it's really hard for me. Did I you ever give us your 2020 goals? I don't know that uh, the hosts are required at this yeah. point. Yeah, that's, <laughs> his that's is, more his about is corporate is like another his is program. to say no more. Yeah, more to say no more. Yeah. But I love your low because I feel like that's a big item for me is if you can take something that was supposed to or – historically would have annoyed you or made you feel low about something and mm-hmm. you can come out of it and say this is an opportunity Let, let's see how quickly i can bounce wow, back from i this wonder one. why it's because we have high low when we there talk about it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. lows are things that we can learn from or if we're having really crappy days you have you're forced to pick a high yeah that's why we do high low. Oh, man. Oh, man. Crazy. All right, let's do fast questions. Do we I have time for fast questions? Um, yes, really. because I am going to cut it into two shows. Okay. You're oh going to be goodness. two shows. Show one and show two. Wow. I know. So where it cuts, I don't know. I'll have to go back and listen and figure out a place. and 148 are yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sis? I'm just trying to go back to this whole. So if you're a friend and <laughs> you're <laughs> okay, if you're a friend, you're like, hey, sorry, I can't do lunch. I have a client meeting. You wouldn't get upset. Like you wouldn't Look, feel I'm prioritized. Look, I'm going to put an asterisk on this. I'm going to try to find every way possible to find another time for the client. There's another app here. Yeah. I'd like an app that basically tells me how many times did I inadvertently. Uh, reprioritize that person because yeah. I can't do it more than twice because nope. then I lose all credibility. Nope. Well, maybe yeah. once. We say three times. Dots a well, dot, two dots is a line. I three have dots certain friends that I can be very, very authentic to because I've known them for so long and they know that I'm, I, what I mean is what I say. And so I had to literally call her out and be like, I feel like I'm not being prioritized. prioritized. Mm. And like, Brave. can wow, you please? That's a, that's a big. 
Well, I was every time like I would be like, hey, can we do lunch? Hey, can we go out this? And it was it was a something after something after something. And by the typically I would just kind of hermit and then be like, okay, well, I'm not going to do anything. And then you can just right here. Two things rubbing together. But (laughs) instead, I I love this friend too much to to hermit. So then I'm like, hey, I don't feel prioritized. What can like how can like can you please like try your best to Let's find a compromise there's yes. three ways to deal with conflict this is yeah. one of them and so she's like i know i understand it and she has done a better job but it's just one of those things where i never want to not give my friends the feeling that i'm prioritizing something over them Good even though you. i know that work is like you have to have money in order to, to spend time with friends, mm-hmm. I just never, I've had that feeling, so I never want to give that feeling to them. Right. Nine times out of 10, that goes the, um, I, I'm so, that's awesome, because nine times out of 10, people just drift apart and never address that. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and but to get, to be honest, that a ton of my friendships have been that way, because mm-hmm. that's, sh- it's just the easiest way to, to do that. Just avoidance. But there are some, called. there's some right. people that I'm just like, no, I need you in my life. I'm not going to have that happen. So, yeah. So, I mean, you might get a pass once, but if it's three times, yeah. that's a trend. I know. Right. All right. Fast questions. Fast questions. You ready? Last meal on earth. Who goes first? Greg. <laughs> Steak. 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 Yeah. From anywhere? Here. Growing I'm kind of shocked yeah. that you picked Mexican for New Year's, by the way. Squirrel uh, moment. You want to know, you want to know how hard it is to find a restaurant on New Year's on Christmas Eve that's actually open past three o'clock. Interesting. Yeah. Keep going. Amanda. Um, Last meal. Frito pie. <laughs> Frito pie? Is that what you just said? Yeah, I, I was trying to prompt you. Yeah. Um it's one of them. That is one of them. I actually Do you make it or do you no, buy it? Sunny Brian's Sunny Brian's <gasps> Frito Pie is the best. Wow. Oh yeah, you just need to come to her little brother. Her little brother would say the exact same thing. Brennan would say the exact same thing. Yeah, although I've recently had this salad. I'm just shouting out these people like yeah, H- yeah. Hudson House. They have this yeah, salad there. I had it. I was I was Beverly mixed. I was because mixed. you got shrimp. You should have gotten salmon. Okay. Mm. I got salmon. Okay. It's like a twenty-five dollar salad, but it was so <laughs> good. <laughs> at that point, salad. it's not a salad. Yeah. It's a piece of salmon with lettuce around it. It was yeah. so good. I had, so funny. I had the salmon garnished in lettuce. <laughs> Maybe fruit roll-ups. Also, yeah, you side. Like snacks. You I like. love. Welcome to our pantry. Yeah, Allison um, will come I over to our house, at my house and leave our house with a shopping cart full of our fruit roll-ups. I now have my own, but yeah, <laughs> I still have them. Twenty-eight boxes of fruit roll-ups because I I had them for my book party. Fast questions next. Uh, pizza or burgers? Ooh, I love this one. Pizza. Burg- burgers every time. <laughs> pizza. One Pizza. in Rome. One in Rome. One in Do you have Rome. a favorite burger spot here in town? Yes. I came across a new one yesterday that I don't know anybody who's eating there called Wayback Burger off of Midway and Alpha. Mm. I don't know anybody who's eating there, but it looks pretty it interesting. Out. Yeah. Your yeah. favorite pizza? Favorite pizza. Better oh. not say Domino's or pizza. I get in this argument all the all time. All the time. Little Caesar. 
Oh. oh. Yep. You're out. Interesting. You're out. Who I mean, won? even the worst is the best. Oh, Actually, okay, I will pizza, say that pizza. because I'm typically like that too. Like, I'm like, love McDonald's pancakes, love the frozen French toast sticks. And, and them obviously the chocolate Walmart. chip cookies. Like, I love the worst of the worst. So I'm right there with you. Like, worst of the worst pizza party, Tony's party pizza, frozen pizzas, the best. Totino's. Yes. Oh, my gosh. 94 yes. cents. Yes. Oh my it's the best mm-hmm. pizza. All right. I'm learning best about your, your pizza. Sorry, I got to shout out LA Burger. That's, that oh. was my favorite burger. Oh. Here? They have one in Irving and Carrollton, I think. It's very, it's oh, Korean okay. inspired. So you get the fried egg and the kimchi. Oh, and the, yeah, there you yes, go. yes, yes, yes. Interesting. I like that. Yep. Have you been in Japan? No, South Korea. Korea. Oh, yeah. that really I don't know why question. I had to differentiate. Like we're eating North Korean burgers in, <laughs> in, in, yeah. in, in Dallas, Texas, but you know. Your biggest pet peeve. You know, Allie's smacking on the mic. Yeah, or just like smacking in general. Stop it. <laughs> poking. Poking. Mm-hmm. Not pokey bowls. No. But poking. When like when people s- poke you. What was the last time someone's poked you? I mean, it's a kid thing. Kids do this well, to like, hey, you. Hey, look at this. Like pulling. Oh, oh. yeah. That's oh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Use your words. Use your yeah. words. <laughs> Use yeah. your words. Also, another thing that I never grew up with that I'm realizing is a pet peeve of mine. His family lives in a two-story house in England, and they shout upstairs. Oh. <laughs> we do that in a one-story house, by the way. Oh, so. I hate it. Please <laughs> come. Either use your phone, go yeah. upstairs. Her British voice comes out. Greg. 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 <laughs> I, I do a great Australian accent. I don't do any British accents. That's so but funny. No, she's like, would your family learn to go to the room that the person that they're trying to get their attention? That would be great. Because yeah. y'all have very thin walls and small really rooms. Really thin and walls. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, last one. Last one? Well, I'm going to try to get an even... Oh, there's no way. ...double podcast. Are you firing this up? I have to say that you... What's your biggest pet peeve? Well, yeah. Um, every room in our house that Amanda's been in kind of looks like the raptures happened to her. <laughs> Like, <laughs> the bathroom usually is clothes, <laughs> shoes, <laughs> crackers the in the bathroom. The crackers in the bathroom. <laughs> I needed a snack. She was oh putting God. on makeup and eating crackers. I wow. said, do you know how long I spend in the bathroom? He was like, you couldn't eat your crackers anywhere else. And I said, do you spend an hour in the bathroom? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That's a lot. The rapture. So the I rapture. Yeah. Yes, everywhere you go. My clothes just fall off. Worst, uh, worst habit you'll never break. Oof. Mine's looking at my phone the first thing I, in the morning. Wow. So bad. Wow. I don't do that anymore. How'd you break that? I put it away. I, I put wish. It, I put it away. Someone's like, just get an old alarm clock. I'm like, oh. No, nope, I put it away. Yep. Can't do mm. that. What's worst yeah. habit? I, I pop everything. Ooh. Knuckles, oh, like your bat- oh. back, shoulder, neck, popper, jaw. Oh, popper. And I'm yeah. ruthless. Don't care. Yep. Mm. What about you? Probably right now, it's it's um, uh, being really hypocritical about um, nutrition. Mm. So late night snacking after a day of eating super clean. Yes. Yeah. You know, like welcome to my world. Yeah. 
Oh man, my fitness pal, everything's tracked throughout the day. That's right. Mm -hmm. and Turn it off. The right cookies and crackers stop flowing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've I've tried everything. I've yeah. tried locking the door. I've tried, tried you know, locking the door. Locking myself in, locking myself away from it. But yeah, that's that's a hard one. I know. That you and me both. That that is dad's worst enemy. All right. We had to end on a higher note. One thing you love about yourself. Yep. Fast question. Lifelong love of learning. I can't oh, I stop like learning. That. I love learning. Thank you. Naps. Naps. <laughs> <laughs> I can nap. Yeah, I can find time for a nap in any day. I love it. Any way. day. Dad? I, 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 lifelong learning. Look, I cannot consume enough knowledge. And I don't know if it's so much knowledge. I just can't consume enough information. Um, it's exhilarating. It, it pumps you up. It does. And then giving, sharing that with someone else is actually my love language. So, yeah. Sis? Same. Same. Oh, I mean, I'm fine with not learning something <laughs> a day. I'm just kind of like chilling. But <laughs> giving, if I can give or help or encourage, I'll do it. And you'll do a nap thing too? Yeah. All day I long. Can nap. You guys have been amazing. Oh, thanks. Thank you. you guys been amazing. Which I will say, though, Actually, no, I think that's Enneagram 9. You're Enneagram 9? Mm -hmm. They, like, love to nap? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> it's a that total thing. Do. It is. It's so crazy. All right, we should probably leave. <laughs> or we should probably get off the podcast, but we're going to talk to you, like, a million times more. 100%. 100%. All right, you guys have been awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Not very many people can get two podcasts in one. I know. And I know. This is awesome. Sis, we got to roll. Yep. Love you, sis. Love you too, Papa-san. See you, bye. Bye.